0: Welcome everybody to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host Tom White, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today we have a returning special guest. We have Nia Nichols. How's it going today, Nia? Yeah,
1: I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it was funny because I was reaching, I know you're coming out stateside in July and I was like, but she's got a song out now. Do I want to reach out to her and do something podcast wise and it, it just, I think it was yesterday that I, yeah, yeah so <laughs> it was just kind of like, yeah, let's do that. That works. So, um, yeah. but really excited to have you on catch up a little bit. Uh, we had you on uh, new year's day, which has become kind of a odd tradition that randomly started, <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. I'm all about it. So, uh, first off, uh, how are things going? Uh, and then we'll jump into the new, uh, single here in a minute.
1: Yeah. Well, things have been going pretty well. Thank you. I just, uh, I performed my first two hour headlining show a couple weeks ago. Oh no, actually it was a week ago now. Um, and so, you know, I've been rehearsing nonstop for that for the past three months and mm. all of a sudden just like that, it's gone. So I'm, I'm like, okay, now what?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I've been fo- focusing more on this single now and trying to promote that. And that's pretty much what's been going on at the moment. Awesome.
0: How'd, how'd the, uh, show go overall?
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was really fun. And, you know, we had some special guests come in and they they performed a couple of songs. You know, one of the special guests being my auntie, because she's a singer-songwriter as well. Um, and then we had these children. It was my mum's idea. Um, I feel like I have to sort of explain the backstory for it. Okay. Um, back in the summer, I was performing at our local sort of club mm-hmm. and I was singing... Well, actually, my new single, Everybody Sees Me But You, I was singing that. And these nine, ten-year-olds came over to me and, and they started, like, clapping. Mm-hmm. Then they sat behind me whilst I was playing and they were singing along, but they didn't know the words. And it was really cute. And so my mum was like, why don't we get them back in for this show and they can, you know, do a dance routine to the song? Um, So they've been coming over pretty much every week um, leading up to the show to sort of go through the dance routine. And they're so sweet. And and they were so good. They were so they were so nervous as well. So, um, yeah, it was a good show. It was fun. And all the parents loved it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. That's that's something cool and unique, like just something that organically happened. And then you start incorporating it into the actual show. That's really cool. Um, Yeah. And so this show that you just got done playing, this was like with the full band and whatnot, where it's normally you play uh, by yourself. Is that kind of correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done two hour gigs before, but Mm. that's always just been me solo with Mm -hmm. the guitar and that's it. Um, So this was the first time doing a full two hour show with the whole band um, and it was ticketed and it was at our village hall. So it was like a proper stage, you know, which was quite cool. Um, So yeah, my first time doing that, which was really, it was a bit daunting, but also really exciting as well.
0: For sure. And hopefully as you move forward with the full band and you do more shows, it won't become like a three month process to prepare because the band will be rehearsed and whatnot. And yeah, so hopefully, Yeah. yeah, hopefully as you move forward, it won't be as big of a time commitment prior where it's like oh we're committing three months to a two-hour show and then it's gone Like you know so
1: I know yeah yeah so I'm sort of in the process of um getting a new band together now because my Mm. current band you know we're all so busy we're all doing different things going down different paths um and we've been playing together for maybe about a year and a half but Mm -hmm. that's with the lockdown sort of breaking it You know, so we haven't really performed a lot together, but, you know, we always hang out and rehearse. Um, but yeah, we're all doing different things now. So this was sort of our last show together. And now I'm going to focus on getting a new band and, yeah. and see how that works out. And yeah, hopefully, like, as you said, it won't be like another three month process of trying to get everyone rehearsed and yeah. get everything pulled together and It should be smoother, to be honest, because I know what to expect as well. So, yeah, fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's especially coming out of lockdown. I don't remember exactly. You were still in lockdown when we talked back in January, right?
1: January, uh, I think, what, the January just this year?
0: Yeah, this past January. I
1: think. Oh, you know what? I can't remember. It's all merging into one. I don't think there were (laughs) i don't think we're in lockdown this year but last january when we Mm. spoke we were so that was like our third lockdown and that was the last one i believe from january to march of 2021 so yeah but we've still had the restrictions and things are still getting canceled left right and center but we're pretty much okay now to be honest
0: cool cool that's good that like i mean i'm starting to see a lot of bands here where a lot of musicians here that are going over to the uk which is crazy not crazy but it's just wild to see think like this time last year nobody was going anywhere and now this year everybody's traveling and it's back to normal so that's really good and um yeah just kind of seeing both sides of my world collide like people that I've met and worked with in person meeting and playing shows with people I've only met over zoom and it's just like Mm -hmm. oh this is very cool and how I hoped the entire live and amplified experience would be so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's going to be weird for me. You know, when I, I go back out to the States to like meet up with people, I did originally meet through zoom and, yeah. like you, for instance, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's like, yeah, as you said, a year ago, we weren't able to do anything like that. And even I think my last gig before the show last week, it was in London and a couple of like fans that I'd made over lockdown, yeah. they came out to the gig, which was really nice. And just to see them in person was just kind of surreal, to be mm. honest, because it's yeah. like, wow, you're a real person. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's, that is that is crazy. You know, and w- gladly, this is an experience we're all having where we're making friends and fans, you know, and we're just meeting new people through zoom and through the lockdown and then now we're finally getting a chance to like oh hey you're a real person cool how you doing you know so that's really cool um yeah. so before we jump into the new single let's talk about your tr- upcoming trip to the states how's uh how's that whole planning going are you coming to record or what what are you hoping to uh, accomplish while you're over here
1: uh so the plan is uh go to nashville for a little bit No not too long like maybe a few days um but obviously we're going to fly into nashville um or yeah something like that yeah because originally it used to be a direct flight to nashville and then obviously when covid happened i think they've stopped that now so now we've got to take all these layover flights but um yeah fly into nashville spend a few days there probably gig a little bit um maybe record i'm not too sure yet and then after that i'm gonna go down to memphis um and my brother's coming with me for a little bit which is gonna be really nice and pretty much my plan in memphis is to gig as much as i can uh, meet up with as many people as i can see all my old friends from like two years ago and Mm -hmm. uh hopefully that will go to plan and it will kind of be like a mini tour i suppose i mean i haven't really branded it i haven't even really booked anything but i'm in talks with my friends over there and there like saying yeah yeah we're going to try and get you in here so hopefully closer to the time i'll have actual dates and actual venues to put out there um and the plan is to sort of stay out there for maybe a month Mm -hmm. um see how far that goes and then come back here and then hopefully in a few months time i can go back out again so we'll just sort of i'm just sort of going with the flow to be honest and see what happens
0: that's really cool yeah it's uh I've been talking to Amber Ray Dunn a little bit via email. She's trying to help me out with a side project that Live and Amplify is doing because, you know, it, it's just I, we're trying to take the podcast into a live show format and trying to book live shows is something I've only done once in my entire life. So it's like, hey, you book live shows all the time and I trust you. So can we have a conversation? Yeah. So um
1: um, yeah, no, she, she can definitely like she's got so many contacts and, and Mark Parcell as well. She might have mentioned him. He's an amazing person that I met in Memphis. He has a songwriter venue called South Main Sounds yep. and he's so connected within yep. the town. So, yeah, I'm sure she mentioned him.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, the, the biggest issue that we're coming across is the the way we're kind of morphing everything is it could be mis understood as like an open mic type situation and not a lot of venues do host open mics and it's like it kind of is but it's a controlled open mic if that makes any kind of sense so like yeah yeah, it's um,
1: sort of like kind of like a a showcase or something like that yeah
0: so basically what it is is we do um we sit down we do a podcast you know, we're, we're, uh, it'll be myself, my buddy, Jeff, who's also sometimes the co-host on the podcast when we do this in person. Um, and then we'll bring in like a special guest. Like, so wherever we're at, if we're in Memphis, we'd bring up like a local person that's really well-known, you know, s- something to that effect. And then uh, we'll randomly draw it. Like we'll have musicians sign up beforehand to say, hey, I'd love to play. And then we'll randomly draw names out of a hat and say, okay, you know, Nia Nichols, come on up. And you know, you come play a song, we talk about it. So basically it's like a merger between like a best yeah. way I can describe it is like an American Idol audition.
1: <laughs> That's the
0: best <laughs> way I can describe it. Where people like, oh, I get what you're talking about now. So
1: yeah. Oh, that sounds very really cool though. That sounds really good.
0: Yeah. So we're we're working that one out. Like there's a lot of logistics behind it. So
1: I it's a, yeah. yeah.
0: But anyways, so you're coming to Memphis, that'll be, or Tennessee. we'll say Tennessee because that's a more accurate representation. Uh, You're coming to Tennessee in July, you'll be here for about a month, which is really cool. And July in Tennessee, it's going to be hot. I'm going to just say that now. So
1: (laughs) I know, I know. Like my parents have said that to me as well, because I I get so overheated. I'm rubbish in the heat. And they're like, are you sure you want to go in July? (laughs) And i was like yeah that's when everything's kicking off that's yeah. when everyone's out in full force tourism yeah. music i want to yeah. be there for that so <laughs> we'll see and, how i
0: go. like and i mean the way the way i look at it is you can like the heat you can always get yourself to cool down a lot for at least for me i'd rather deal with the heat and try and get myself to cool down versus dealing with the cold where it's like
1: yeah
0: yeah so but okay. you know it's it's interesting so Um, So let's talk about the uh, new single here and then uh, we'll kind of see where everything else goes from there. Kind of tell us a little bit uh, about the new single.
1: Okay. Well, I wrote this song, I guess about a year ago now. Um, And I don't know, I kind of wrote it um, about the conversations that my best friend and I would have whilst we were in university. Mm. And that was either her telling me about some creepy guy that messaged her (laughs) And, um, and she just didn't know how to shake him. She was like, you know, I don't know how to get rid of him. Um, or it would be, Oh, there's this guy I really like, and he doesn't like me back. And I'm telling her, Oh, but you're amazing. You're, you're so, you're pretty. You're funny. You're great. You're ambitious. Like he's just intimidated by you. And of course, vice versa, she'd say the same thing to me. And we'd have all these conversations. And I think to myself, huh, it's funny how we're always sort of, gassing each other up. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) And if all this was true, that, you know, I'm so amazing, so funny, that boy would like me back. (laughs) So I thought I need to write a song sort of incorporating those conversations that we'd have about the the strange guys that would just message us that we would see every day in uni, but they'd never talk to us. And then Mm -hmm. they'd go home on their phones and start like tapping away and saying strange things. And also the fact that we're always complimenting each other, always bigging each other up. Um, and so, yeah, I ended up writing this song and it kind of came to me whilst I was driving home from uni um, And I had that hook, everybody sees me but you mm-hmm. And so I was like, you've got to remember that, you have to remember that phrase mm-hmm. And then I ended up writing the rest of the song sort of after I got home um, And it took a little bit of time to sort of get the structure of it Which, for me, is kind of unusual because mm-hmm. I tend to write songs within 20 minutes But it yeah. took a little bit longer and that's how it sort of came about, really, just the conversations I'd have with my best friend. And I thought it was really funny and quite interesting. And I thought a lot of girls our age would relate to it. And mm. here it is now.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. You know, it's I, I was listening to it and it pairs really well with the last single that you released right before or right after we talked last time. Um, yes. if, you, if you need a sign, right? Yeah, that's the title of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Or if you want to sign, not need a sign, if you want to sign, there you Uh, go. I was like, Oh, dang it. Oh, dang it. Oh, but anyways. So no, that's the, both those songs really pair well together. And are you just to kind of get a feel for where you're going in the future? Is this all leading to an album or is it just kind of song after song for right now?
1: Um, At the moment, it's pretty much just song after song, but I Mm. do have a CD. Oh, I wish I had one right here with me. Um, I have some CDs that I made up and it's all of the songs that I've released over the past two years. Mm. Um, Plus, obviously, Everybody Sees Me But You. Mm. And also another track that I'm going to be releasing a little bit later on. Um, So that's the only kind of, album that i have out at the yeah. moment um so if anybody wants one they can just send me a message on facebook or instagram and it's 11 pounds uh, which includes postage yes. um so yeah if anyone wants one it's the singles album by nia <laughs>
0: awesome awesome i know i saw you uh sharing the album artwork on facebook so i was i was kind of thrown off by that because i didn't quite understand what was going on because I, like i would go on your spotify and it's like it's all singles. Um, yeah. (laughs) So maybe that's just the topic of conversation we could have. So no, that's, that's actually a really cool idea. And, um, unofficially what a lot of musicians do now where they take all their singles and just release it as, as an album. And especially with you getting ready to, um, uh, play show or playing live shows and then getting ready to come stateside and play more live shows. Those CDs are going to come in clutch.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And and up until now, all the CDs that I have been selling and, you know, making, they've all been just CDs that we made at home. And mm-hmm. so they weren't ever official and it would yeah. have a few songs on, but it didn't have all of them. And I just thought, yeah, we need to have a proper album. And, you know, I had this photo shoot a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. which was for this single. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, I need to think about this. I need to have a photo for an album. <laughs> so then I ended up obviously changing all of my profile stuff to that. But yeah, unfortunately not a proper album, but if anyone does want one, they can just send me a message and yeah, I'll send it out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, so let's talk about the uh, new single a little bit more. You said it was stemmed from various conversations that you had with your friends and whatnot. Um and you started working on it about a year or did you start writing it a year ago or did you just start working on it?
1: Yeah, so I I wrote it a year ago. Okay. Um but it took I would say it probably took a couple of days to really nail down like everything cuz gotcha. nothing seemed to really fit and I think I might do a little TikTok video of mm. the drafts, you know, like the rough sort of voice memos I have of it cuz some of them sound completely crazy they just it sounds really bad it doesn't sound like the song at all uh, so i might do some sort of video on that um, but yeah i did write it a year ago and then i recorded it the same time i recorded if you want a sign which was october i believe mm. um so yeah it's sort of been almost exactly a year since okay. i i wrote it and then we recorded it and released it so yeah gotcha.
0: so uh, what um I'm I'm assuming that you had, since you recorded both of these songs at the same time, did you have like an internal struggle on which one to release first? Or did you kind of always know you wanted to release if you want to sign first and then everybody sees me but you?
1: Yeah, I really wanted to release if you want to sign because before then I put out Forever Hold My Peace, which was mm-hmm. like a little sort of ditty yep. and it was quite upbeat. And I thought, you know, I quite like... Um, releasing songs like fast, slow, fast, slow, you know, because I don't want it to all sound too samey. And if you want a sign, it was a ballad and it was sort of different and it was six minutes long. And I thought this is going to be a really fun way to start off my 2022. (laughs) Um, So that's why we released that one first. And I was so excited to put that one out because that was more of a recent write. I Mm -hmm. wrote that one in the summer And I think, you know, when you record songs shortly after you've written them, the emotion is still kind of there Mm -hmm. and you're still in that mindset. Um, But you're right about what you said earlier. Everybody Sees Me But You and If You Want to Sign. They're pretty much the same song, but one's Mm. a little bit happier and one's just really emotional and woe is me.
0: (laughs) And I wasn't trying to say that they were the same song. I just meant that they paired well together. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So like if you release a third, like, I don't know what the third song is you're releasing, but if it kind of stays in that same pocket, you finish a nice trifecta of songs. So
1: thanks. Thank you. <laughs>
0: um, do you have any, uh, thoughts about doing a uh, music video for this one or be, you know, where are you kind of sitting on that one? Cause I know you did one for forever, hold my peace, but not one for, if you want to sign at least yet so
1: yeah you know i'm kind of thinking about that at the moment um i i might do something like mm. a, a video maybe a video performance mm-hmm. almost like a live lounge thing okay um but we'll see i'm not super sold on it yet because i'm trying to think of upcoming projects and stuff that i want to fund for that <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I, i'm not completely sold on it yet but if i have some cool storyline idea for mm. the song then I will definitely do a music video for it. And that's why Forever Hold My Peace, it worked out so well for a video because it was so visual Mm -hmm. um, and I knew exactly what I wanted for that. Um, So if something just comes to me, then I'll definitely do a video. But at the moment, I'm not too sure. I might just try and do a live lounge thing.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate part when you're like on such a limited budget to um, commit to your music and like the... I don't even want to call music videos like an extra thing, but that's essentially what it is. Like just Mm -hmm. committing it to the extra stuff. Sometimes you just got to make hard choices and it's like, all right, if I put how much ever money towards this music video, is it going to take away from the next project where I could really use that money? So,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you just got to be very strategic about it (laughs) because you can't release a music video for every song you release, even though in my opinion, I think, that's what we should do because mm-hmm. I think everyone likes something visual. Yeah. It's just you can't really. You have to pick and choose.
0: That is true. That is very true. You know, it's and I I, I think the whole thought of having to have a music video for every single, that kind of comes from the MTV days, where MTV yeah. it was like everything had a music video, which is cool. And when you have a platform like that that are going to support the music video. Mm -hmm. great like that's i'm all about that but now mtv doesn't do that anymore Mm -hmm. so it's like okay these music videos we're going to just upload them to youtube if you've already if it's something really well done you might get a little bit of play out of it but nine times out of ten it's just going to sit there so
1: yeah that's so true yeah definitely
0: and i hate being that honest or that I guess, brutal about it, but it's just one of those deals where it's like, it's, I don't know. I, I think for like, if you're looking at like visual components for music, your better look is almost like lyric videos or like the live performances. But also if the live performances are accurate to the song, if you're doing like a, like if the way it's produced and the way you play it live are two completely different things, you may not want to showcase both of them because then you're going to confuse people so
1: i know that's the thing and and these days you know all used to be about cds and i absolutely loved buying cds when i was younger and Mm -hmm. looking through the album booklet and Mm -hmm. and looking at all the photos and then reading the lyrics i just loved it and i still love it now but obviously as you said same with music videos it's just not as it's not as relevant, I suppose. Mm-hmm. It's all about streaming or and touring as well, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's a shame because I love it, but you mm-hmm. just have to go with what you want to do, really.
0: Yeah. And, like, I mean, you, not to contradict myself, but unless you've got millions and millions of views and you're going to do something that just shocks people in the music video. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about all the music videos that have come to, like, r- mainstream notoriety. It's all stuff that they were doing like crazy things. And it's like, you know, I don't like, I don't even know where to go with that one. So, but like yourself, I do enjoy music videos, especially on the independent level. It's Mm -hmm. it shows true artistry and just like creativeness. And especially during the pandemic, I saw some really interesting music videos with people that, were in strict lockdowns and they were able to do like full band music videos and it looked amazing so yeah yeah it's it's interesting so
1: it is yeah very interesting
0: but um so you got the new single out now uh it's on spotify it dropped uh friday we yesterday yep friday (laughs) uh everybody sees me but you it's uh out now uh what's uh, kind of going through your mind now that the uh, song's out?
1: Uh, I'm really happy that it's out, to be honest, because as I said, I wrote it about a year ago, and mm-hmm. I just, but from the time I've written that song to when I've actually released it, I've written so many more songs that I really want to get out. And uh, so I'm happy this one's out, because I think it it's a fun song. It's mm-hmm. not too serious. And I hope everyone likes it. And I'm just working on all the upcoming music that I want to record now. And hopefully people like that as well.
0: <laughs> awesome. Anybody that's uh, watching live, I threw the uh, link to the, yep, I did throw the correct link into the uh, into the <laughs> chat there. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to the song, uh, feel free to do so after the stream, of course, but there, the link is down there for Everybody Sees Me But You. Um, so you'd mentioned that you're working on new stuff coming up um and obviously in this day and age that's kind of the protocol like you as you're approaching release week for one single you need to be like finishing the next one because you know everything (laughs) is so instant gratification right now but um -hmm. what's kind of the plan moving forward as we lead up to your trip to the stateside are you playing shows are you planning another release what's kind of the thought
1: so i'll definitely be releasing another song before i head out to the states Mm -hmm. and i do have a few sort of gigs lined up they haven't all been confirmed yet which is annoying because i would have loved to have said that now but they haven't been fully confirmed yet um but you know if people check out my facebook page they will see when it like they're all getting confirmed and they'll be up there um so yeah just being just playing gigs, releasing a new song. Um, And then what else am I planning on doing There's Something else. Oh, I'm also uh, co-writing at the moment, Mm. which is something new for me. Uh, I've been co-writing with Marty Christian from The New Seekers. And he's been really great, really supportive. And so I've been working on stuff with him for the past few months. And hopefully by the time I go out to the States, that will all be done and dusted. And Mm. hopefully that will be releasing as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So you got a lot of stuff on the horizon even before you leave for uh, Tennessee. And it's crazy to think that that's two and a half months away.
1: My gosh, this year is going so fast. I know.
0: (laughs) I I had that realization um, uh, a couple of podcasts ago. We were talking about something. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a couple of weeks ago, right? And she was like, no, that was back in January. And I'm like, wait, what month are we in? I have no clue right now. So it is (laughs) wild, but um, yeah. yeah. So um, do you have any uh, show or or you said you had a couple of shows that weren't officially booked. Are they going to be full band deals or are you just going back to you doing solo acoustic stuff?
1: Um, I think uh, a couple of them will be banned. And then a few of them will just be solo me acoustically Mm -hmm. um, or maybe with like my my bass player or mm. guitarist or someone just to sort of fill it out a little bit but yeah a couple will be banned um i think those ones will be more in the summer so mm. june or august time mm. yeah um and then the other ones will be possibly may and yeah we'll we'll see what happens there Gosh, we'll, we'll just see trying to juggle people
0: <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see how the uh show booking process plays out and all that fun stuff which is you know that's the unfortunate part is like you wanna talk about this stuff, but yeah. you also can't because it's not hundred percent booked because yeah,
1: yeah. So. I know that's always the case. and it always happens just as you know I'm coming on to a podcast or mm-hmm. or anything, and people ask me about shows on that. I just sit there thinking. I know it's 95% confirmed, but they haven't given me the go ahead. (laughs) So I just can't. And it's really annoying. But yeah, yeah, as I said, it's on my, it will be on my Instagram and on my Facebook as well.
0: So awesome. And I mean, not to to say this, I've also been in situations where stuff was 100% confirmed and then it ends up falling apart at the last minute. And it's like, all right, now I just look like an idiot that I don't know what I'm talking about. And (laughs) so, yeah, that's the unfortunate unfortunate part um yeah. so you got a really busy summer which has got to be super exciting you know releases shows traveling um what what are you uh, you know outside of all that what are you doing now yeah I know you just recently graduated from school are you still work I know at one point you were working or what are you kind of doing outside of music right now
1: yeah um well I'm working part-time um just to sort of balance out the music stuff and to yeah give me something to do when I'm not doing anything um and then aside from that really it's been pretty calm lately Mm -hmm. because all of my friends they live so far away from me and they're all doing different things so I see them like maybe every couple of weeks or something so to be honest I spend a lot of my time just like either doing stuff for music writing Mm -hmm. songs or trying to do TikTok videos which oh I hate it. I hate doing TikTok videos. It's so difficult. And we mentioned this earlier, like before we went on, but yeah. So I'm trying to get better at doing TikToks. Um, It's not really proving successful right now, but (laughs) so that's kind of what I'm doing.
0: (laughs) I must say though, your TikToks are a lot better than mine. Let me just say that. But you also put a lot more effort into it than I do. So.
1: Oh gosh. I just it's there's something about tiktok you don't know which ones are going to do really well and mm-hmm. which ones aren't and i suppose that's the same across all platforms but you know when i i put out a little acoustic video of me singing a new song i had written mm-hmm. and one i think got over 1500 views and it had about 400 likes i think yeah. which was good for me yeah. and everyone was like oh please release the song please release it like record it put it on spotify mm-hmm. and of course I just written it. So it's going to take a while for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really nice. But then I'm posting about everybody sees me, but you, I get like 10
0: views. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like, I don't like, I know you're supposed to hashtag stuff in there, but it's like the stuff that I don't hashtag does better. And then when I put something in there and I just hashtag it to death and it's just like, yeah, doesn't do anything. I'm like, what, I know what is even this?
1: I find that as well yeah I, I mean with some of the videos I posted them at I don't know two o'clock on a Wednesday which mm-hmm. is bound to be the worst time you could post a video and that's the one that does very well and then I post something at seven o'clock on a Friday and it gets nothing
0: <laughs> yep that's that's kind of how it is um Oh, something new and exciting I've just recently gotten myself into. I've started watching the English Premier League. Oh, is that? Uh, the soc- soccer. Yeah, football.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, and cool, cool. I, I was sitting there. I was just like, okay. Like, I look, was looking for something to do. Um, And I was watching TV on a Saturday morning, and they had – the English Premier League on on TV because we only get it on Saturday morning. So whatever game they feature, that's what we get. And I was talking to a musician that same day about who should I root for? Like, I don't know who any of these teams are. And she's Uh like, oh, root for this team. And I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) And so now I'm unintentionally tied to a team in the English Premier League. (laughs) And I told my cousin's uh, husband, and he's like, why would you pick that team? You got to go with this team. And I'm like, oh, geez, I don't even want to be involved anymore. I'm good. Oh, Thanks. no.
1: Yeah. But, what, do you, what team are you rooting for then?
0: Uh, Everton.
1: Oh, gosh. To be honest, I have no, no idea with football. I'm more rugby and I'm yeah. Welsh. So we follow yeah. that. Yeah, But yeah, fair I, enough.
0: I've been watching, uh, when I can, because I have the, um, I have a, um, an yes, or I bought the Disney plus app or rent it, whatever it is. And uh, we get ESPN with that. And so they have some rugby on there. And in college, I was friends with a lot of rugby players that like that played in a college. It wasn't like in a recognized college sport, but it was a, uh, like a club team almost. Okay, um, yeah. And so I'd go to their games on Saturdays every once in a while and um i was talking to somebody they're like oh if you want to continue watching it here's the leagues to watch and i'm like okay and i randomly found it on espn one day and i was like sweet But they're (laughs) all like six months old like the games are all six months old and it's like if i'm gonna watch it i want to watch it live i want to like pay attention so
1: Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's so
0: funny though. I think I've been trying to expand my horizons, you know, rugby. Like I had a little bit of exposure to football. I probably won't get into cricket. I I just, I, it, it doesn't tickle. It just doesn't do anything for me, but you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm more, I don't really watch, any sport except rugby when whales are playing pretty uh-huh. much um so but i don't know if my dad's watching this and do you remember when um i think it was when i last came on yeah. and we were talking about something to do with the uk and my mum sent you like a map
0: oh yes yes yeah. okay so it was um the difference between we were talking we were talking about the difference between the uk great britain Oh. And like the, I still have the map somewhere because <laughs> I still have it. Um, but it, yeah. it it was like the difference of how every uh, like how everything is recognized. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. So my mum did that for whatever we we're talking about then. Yeah, and I feel like my dad's watching this. He'll probably send a message about rugby teams. So
0: okay. <laughs> <Hawned>. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm all it's about okay. it. You know, it's. <laughs> rugby kind of plays into the hand of football which i watch football all the time so it's like it's got a lot of the same um cadences so to speak and so yeah like american football not
1: uh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. yeah american that's football thing i've never really watched like american football but yeah that's more it's more brutal i think than english football mm-hmm. right yeah
0: yeah oh yeah oh yeah
1: that's all i know (laughs) yeah
0: it's it's interesting but um i saw you post about rugby one day that's why i brought all this up so
1: yeah yeah because i think it was this the six nations so Mm -hmm. yeah we were supporting Wales. i was watching it with my dad every saturday i think it was for a while but yeah gotta gotta do it
0: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure for sure um cool so uh outside of that you've just been hanging out uh working on music working when you need to and uh have you discovered anything new as like new interests hobbies over the last six months
1: um oh have i um i've been well whenever i see my friends they're also like my band mates as well uh we've been playing poker which okay. has been very i'm not very good at poker i won't lie and i'm usually out within a few sort of goes mm-hmm. uh, and then i have to sit there for like the rest of the game for two hours just <laughs> watching everyone <laughs> so, um, so been what that.
0: what kind of poker
1: i i don't know what what poker is that
0: <laughs> well i mean i'm assuming it's like five card draw that seems to be like a very common game uh, there
1: it could be that one, I think. Because I remember uh, there being cards and them doing something. And see, this is why I'm not good at it, because I okay. don't even know what type of poker we're playing. Because
0: <laughs> like you got like geez, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but I will. So you got like five card draw, which is like the traditional poker. Like if you watch like the old West movies, that that's what they're playing is like five cards. Oh, give me three, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, and then there's uh, Texas Hold'em, which is very popular here in America, but there's a lot more that goes into that game. I, I'd imagine you were probably just playing five-card draw.
1: I think we might have been. I remember mm-hmm. that being a five at some point. They, they mentioned a five, and there were cards. So I feel like that could have been the one, but I have no clue.
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So before we wrap this up, We're going to do one thing. I don't, we did it a little bit the last time you were on, but I have my random question generator. I have not retired it and we're (laughs) going to just fire through some of these questions. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. What is your favorite snack from your childhood that you still eat today?
1: Favorite snack. Oh, um, (laughs) what did I eat? Um, Oh gosh, my mind goes blank. What did I eat when I was younger? I mean, I feel the only thing that really comes to mind, it's not, I suppose maybe as a snack, but it's just cereal really. It was mm. cocoa Pops. Yep. And I loved eating cocoa Pops when I was younger, like every day, like for years and years and years. Mm. And to be honest, I still eat them now if we've got them in the house. And it just sort of takes me back to when I was in, in primary school. <laughs> yep. um, so that's the only one that really comes to mind because th- that was the main serial I always had. Um, and I think that's sort of it, to be honest. I don't know if there's anything else that I can remember, but yeah, probably Coco Pops. <laughs>
0: yes. What movie has scared you the most?
1: Oh, um, probably um, one, oh, either one of the Conjuring films. Mm. Oh, And yeah. um, also paranormal activity (laughs) and like i mean i know they're not really the best films paranormal. Mm. but i watched them when i was really young Mm. um and they just freaked me out so much oh and final destination but i've never watched that i've watched a little bit when Mm. i was younger again probably shouldn't have been watching it um and it freaked me out so much i can never watch final destination movies they're just no i can't watch them
0: (laughs) that's fair uh, no it's funny you brought up paranormal activity cuz i was in college when it dro- when the first one came out um and i remember going to the movie theater and being scared out of my mind <laughs> but it yeah. also could have been that i had been drinking oh. when we went yeah and so i was sl- not, not paranoid but you know i was just like that not- creepy yeah but then as the movies kind of went on it was like okay this is ridiculous like because now they've got you know paranormal activity one through four and then they have like all these spinoffs and they've got a new one out now and it's just like
1: yeah stopped- it, it's quite predictable i suppose yeah. now you know what to expect and i i can't remember which one was the last one i think it was either the first or the second one that yeah. freaked me out um, had- but again yeah i shouldn't have been watching them
0: yeah 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 (laughs) and then um yeah so i i agree
1: yeah (laughs) um
0: next question what motto do you live by
1: oh god there are so many um probably uh the one that i always say to my friends it's just everything happens for a reason and I hate it. I hate the phrase. Don't get me wrong because when something bad is happening, the last thing you want to hear is someone say everything happens for a reason, yeah. but I am that person. And I'll say that because when bad things have happened to me in the past,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like there's always been a really good outcome in the mm-hmm. end. There's always been something great waiting around the corner. Um, so I believe everything happens for a reason, even though it drives me insane to say that sometimes, yeah. but I think it's that's kind of what is that a motto, or is that
0: just nope that's 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 perfect it's that's what... it, it kind of lies or it's kind of in the same realm as my motto, and it's it is what it is and oh it, that comment makes so many people so mad because there's no way to come back from it. It's like yeah. oh i just I just dropped a thousand dollar camera and it broke everywhere. Well, it is what it is. It's like
1: Yeah. You know. I I say the exact same thing and it's become a running joke with my friends because I always say that as well. Yeah. And yeah. I even like wrote a song actually, um, probably a few weeks ago. Nice. And like that was sort of the punchline of it towards the end of the chorus. And mm-hmm. it's a song about just something going wrong in a relationship or whatever mm-hmm. but it also it makes me laugh that i've used this in a song and i'm going to post it on tiktok at some point because i just thought well you know what i've got nothing to lose i'll post is, it
0: <laughs> is it so this is a song that you just happened to write It's a, either a get it out of your mind or you thought it might go somewhere and it's just kind of like a song that's out there now
1: uh it's a song i wrote just because I felt like it, to be mm-hmm. honest, I had some sort of line in my head. And I think I wanted to use it is what it is in a mm-hmm. song. I thought my friends will find it funny yeah. <laughs> and maybe I can twist it to be something a little bit more mm-hmm. like, poetic. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Um, but I probably won't do anything with the song. I'll just post it on
0: TikTok and then leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Until that's the thing that blows up and you're the is what it is girl. And it's yeah! Like, oh my gosh! That, no, that's the song that I didn't want to do anything with. So that's <laughs>
1: yeah, on my un- luck.
0: The unfortunate part of social media is you post something that's like, "Oh, this is funny," or you know, whatever, and then that's what you get known for.
1: Oh god, definitely. And I don't know. Do you know um, <laughs> Love Island, the UK reality thing?
0: We have something similar to that. it may be the same it may be the same show for all i know but i see the promos for it on tv so
1: oh right okay it it could be i don't know but um yeah a few years ago there was this guy on it and and he was he would always say it is what it is Uh throughout the whole series and then it became a thing on in shops on shirts it just said it is what it is Mm -hmm. and Everyone, it just became a bit of a meme. And Mm -hmm. now you can't say it is what it is around here without people pretty much like thinking you're a Love Island person. (laughs) So it's just
0: great. So when I come next, when I come out to the UK, I'm not allowed to say it is what it is.
1: You can, but be warned, people will probably think that you're like a Love Island fan or something. (laughs) Uh... Yeah.
0: Oh well, maybe uh, I don't know. It is That's, what it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, very well done. <laughs> no, it it sounds like um uh, you're you uh I almost actually did a you know we've been doing the Sunday song prompts that we post up on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. I almost made this week's song prompt because I've already got it ready to post and all that stuff write a song using the phrase it is what it is yeah. <laughs> I almost did that I was just I was like but that that's just like a wonky phrase to use but if they're a good musician they can make it work you know so mm-hmm. no
1: I get you. well Casey Musgraves she has a song called it is what it is and that's actually a really good song so you know if you haven't heard that check it out
0: <laughs> I yeah I probably should no yeah. I know who she is and it's like obviously I'm i not heard of that song because yeah. I, I had no idea so but <laughs> anyways um so we'll do a couple more questions here other than your own music what song has made you cry
1: um oh gosh i know i literally know oh it is um Okay, well, the the one that comes to mind first, probably because it's the most recent one, it was released, I think, about a year ago um, by a singer called Riley Roth. Mm-hmm. And she has a song called Hearts Don't Break the Same. And I, I don't think I actually cried over it, but I remember thinking, wow, that is really... Like, that has hit me. Like, that is such a good song. And it was such a sad song. And so that's that's one that is probably the most recent. Oh, and also probably any song that's about a dog, to be honest, if there's a dog in it, then I'll be sobbing by the end of it. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> gotcha. And then we're going to end it on this question. What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word hillbilly?
1: Um, trucks. <laughs>
0: fair. fair. Very fair. That's very, in my head, I was like, Oh, this is going to be fun. Cause that's a very American word. And then you just, knock it out like it's nothing I'm like okay fine I get it so but um it's been an absolute blast as always really enjoyed having you on I can't wait to meet you in person in July we'll have to sit down and do a jam session thing which is another project that we started right before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit and it was like okay well we can't do these anymore because nobody wants to meet in person and doing them over zoom doesn't work so
1: yeah oh yeah. Um,
0: yeah that's how it is so uh hopefully we'll uh get to be able to meet up and uh knock one of those out and it'll be fun good times
1: yeah so. no it'd be great and i'm really looking forward to meeting you as well finally <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, so, uh, for anybody that uh, doesn't know your socials or how to get a hold of you, if they want to uh, just interact on social media or listen to your music, where's the best place to find you?
1: Um, I'm on everything. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and then obviously Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. And it's all just me and Nichols. Um, And also on YouTube as well. I don't post a lot on YouTube, but obviously I have my latest music video, Mm -hmm. which came out a few months ago. Um, So you can check that out. And sometimes I post some covers on there as well. So yeah, it's all just near nickels.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Check. out, And you also got the live performance if you want to sign. So that's up there as well which yeah. th- th- that's always really cool. I enjoy the live performances as long as, and your live performance is always accurate or very accurate to what the recorded version is. You know, it's, cool. you get a lot of musicians that those live performances, man, they just can't recreate the album. And it's like,
1: yeah, no, I get that. Maybe it's cause like, I wrote the songs on guitar. I think hmm. if I were to write a song to maybe an instrumental track or I was to write a song i don't know to even a piano and then i i whacked out my guitar and started playing it sometimes it just doesn't sound the same but because i wrote the songs on my guitar maybe it just translates a bit better
0: (laughs) very fair very fair but once again thank you so much for hanging out with us thank you neil for giving us your time to sit down and chat and we will see you all later tonight
1: well thank you very much for having me
0: (laughs) cool we are good